the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch. And Trace is in with us. Trace Hazlett is with Millburgers, of course, and does a great job sitting in for Dr. Jerry Parsons. So uh, if you want to be a part of the show, it's pretty easy. You just call us at 308-8867, 308-8867. And even outside of San Antonio, we can help you at 866-308-8867. Uh, Trace, before we jump into stuff, I want to tell people that the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is here and will be here for another half hour. They will. So uh, we want to encourage you to give blood. Uh, it's a great thing to do for the community, uh, make you feel better. And Millburgers will thank you by giving you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. So, uh, And uh, Trace will tell you in just a little while where you can spend that uh, $10 gift certificate. But uh, come on out. They're just here. The hours have changed. So if you were thinking, okay, I'll get there around 1.30, uh, for this time they're, they're doing it a little early. So uh, come on out. Turn that car around. And uh, if you're in line at 12.30, they're not leaving. They're going to make sure that you give blood. And I don't know if I got credit. I gave blood, but I went to the blood and tissue center. You'll have to ask them. I was like the first one in line like a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, somebody, yeah. somebody's thanking you. Okay. There you go. Well, nice job, Trace. All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. Calvin, you hearing us now? I'm, I'm hearing, but I've, I'm also hearing the traffic, so I've still got to figure out something. Okay. You'll keep, you'll, you'll but keep. I think I can, I can hear the questions in the radio. Okay, good. All right, well, again, 308-8867. So, Trace, where do you want to start? you want to talk a little bit about the specials? Or behind you, you've brought like 7, 8, 9, 25, 26, plants of the week. I had. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> there's the, only six there. There's, I think there's two different types. I brought up the uh, Whopper begonias this morning because these, these people were asking me a, a lawn. But they also thanked me for introducing them to Whopper begonias. They just... They were raving about uh, uh, just how showy they were and, and tough, relatively tough. And it was coincidence because I had some guests at my home uh, yesterday, and uh, they were there to see the butterfly garden. But uh, uh, the woman in the house saw those Whopper begonias in big containers. I got them in half whiskey barrels, and then I also had them in a bed. And she was just fascinated by him and he was a little irritated because he kept trying to want her to see the zinnias full of butterflies and she kept wandering back to the begonia the whoppers 
They're pretty. They're pretty impressive plant. They are. And then they were t- they were talking about spending a, a lot of money on their whoppers uh, for big plants. And I said, well, here's a little secret. Next year, in the spring, get get them here at Millburgers uh, in four inch containers, and they grow so fast and so easy. You know, for two bucks or two ninety nine, you can have. Uh, one, you know, one plant will fill a, a three-gallon container, a couple plants or three plants in a half-whiskey barrel. Uh, so real that's a real plant. It's kind of a, it's a sleeper plant that people need, are not uh, using as, as much as they could. It's a Texas superstar, so they will be using more of it, but it's a good plant. Well, on that note, uh, next Saturday... We'll have David Rodriguez out here, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing the uh, Adult Summer Color Seminar. Um, a lot of it's going to be Texas superstars that he's going to be talking about of how to get color in your yard uh, in the hot summer months when you're actually outside enjoying uh, being outside. So uh, that starts at 1030 next Saturday, and uh, bring pen and paper, and uh, you can learn how to have a beautiful summer garden. So mostly, if they're Texas superstars, does that mean it'll be mostly perennials that are blooming in the it'll summer? Be, it'll be mostly perennials, but there's a lot of annuals that are Texas oh, superstar, too. Uh, yeah. Cool. The uh, You really, one of the things that's neat, we got our own little experimental garden, so right in front of us here with all the perennials and the one-gallon containers as we sit on the porch. So if you want to know which plants... Uh, butterflies like or that uh, hummingbirds like you really have to sit on the porch and just stare kind of out here for oh about 20 minutes and you'll see one of them come by and but it changes though too that's there, a, there you go there's a hummingbird yeah is that the skull what is that that's, that's, that's face kufia oh okay isn't the kufia cool yep he likes it or that's, she likes it and then and but next week it might its favorite plant might be the salvia gregii or the even um Oh, we got dwarf ruellia over here and the lantanas. That's that's why we recommend, you know, if you have perennials, you have a very a variance, just like the, the hummingbird garden that we, uh, hummingbird butterfly garden we have here at Melburgers. Well, y'all can't see it because of the the hug me tree, but there's actually a uh, a swing over there, and there are two people that have been sitting in there for at least twenty minutes, just. Talking and looking. Hugging oh, each it, other? Talking. Well, I don't know about them hugging, but it's past the hugging tree. Yeah. No. The, well, the hugging tree inspires people to be a little more loving. It does. Yes. Oh, that's cool. That's in the butterfly garden. Yeah. And the butterflies, uh, as this w- weather warms up, there'll be more and more and more. Now, the hum- we won't probably have the monarchs back until uh, this fall, September and October, I think. But... Uh, Everything else is out there, all those swallowtails. And we get, just like the hummingbirds, we get a, re- we get a review of the butterflies across here. And the, they go to all these, uh, the perennials and the annuals. Zinnias, zinnias are one of the key. They provide nectar, uh, and they also provide uh, seeds. Hummingbirds like them, and the butterflies love them. You know, I coordinate that show for y'all every Saturday and Sunday. Is that right? Yep, it's just coordinated, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, if we came here I on Wednesday, the, we the butterflies to line up and they come in one at a time. See, when he doesn't want anybody to oh. talk to us, they they pile the plants way out in front. Uh-huh. Now there's a little 
a little interview. We also niche. know apparently the butterflies are on the payroll. It sounds like yes, they are. <laughs> uh, they're, they're butterflies paid. work cheap as long as there's yeah. a lot of nectar. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. So that's David's coming up next weekend. Yes, he is. And that's going to be really good. Starts at 1030, ends at noon. And I believe he'll be calling in tomorrow. Oh, good. To talk about it? That'll be to great. talk about it. Okay. Do we have to talk to him then? Yeah. Well, at least Milton does. That's okay. Oh. It's fun talking to Dave. I will, too. Okay. And then... Um, Top tomato contest is the week after that. Yep. That's, uh, I had the young lady from uh, Garden Volunteers, South Texas. She was by yesterday or day before. And uh, we talked a little bit about it. And uh, so they're they're pumped up, and they'll be here in quantity. Good. But, well, if you planted your tomatoes early, you should be in still – you should be in – great shape for the 17th if you planted them late you're probably in good shape you're probably going to start getting your harvest right away now and uh, those of us that planted them early have been harvesting a while but the weather's been so perfect for tomatoes that the should be um, should should be an impressive uh, display and competition hey the poor dwarf jerry surprise Dwarf Cherry Surprise. That's what I thought you said. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good name for it. Dwarf Cherry Surprise. Um, now that has been, we have tons of tomatoes. I'll have to bring some tomorrow. It's taking a little break, is it? Yeah, and it's it's uh, a little, it was sort of a rich green now, and we've got Osmocote in there. It's now fading. Is that? Is that's, that's, I see that every every year. With uh, the, those, and they're deceptive. They'll continue to produce, but not like they did. But then they'll start another, uh, another production period afterwards. Oh, they, really? Yeah. But I, but I, I think you're right. I don't think it matters what you do. I think they take a little, temp- a, a temporary break or a partial break uh, in the season. Well, that's so, good to know. Yeah. Okay. So they'll, yeah, so keep, don't up, keep up your regime of watering and okay. fertilizing, and they'll. They'll be back in full production in no time. That's good to know because, man, that thing, that thing is a giver. I mean. Don't you don't you appreciate the little break so you don't have to yeah. pick so many? I guess so, but it's coming right around the top tomato contest. So oh. I don't know if. Uh, well, you can't enter anyway. Oh, I can't enter anyway? Oh, I didn't know that. But Laura could. Okay. There you go. They wouldn't know. Yeah. And, so, I, you know, we would, of course, we would be. So the rules Especially we see you over here cheering and yeah, exactly. silently wishing. and um, Actually, we've learned from experience that doesn't actually help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, well, yeah, in fact, Jerry and I. Uh, you may be jinxing yeah, we, it. Yeah, we kind of made a. Your blessing may not we be. We looked at him and we said, this is what's going to win and win. No, no. It did not. did not win. That's because so, David was. So the, we were going to uh, file an official protest. And M- Milton said, well, what will that accomplish? So we just moaned and <laughs> But, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, gosh, we've got so many tomatoes. They're just they're just gorgeous. we just got to figure out what to do with them. Either give them away, eat them, or make something out of them. You almost can't eat them that fast. Uh, Judy, you can Judy, bring them here. I can help you. Uh, can you help me eat them? Yeah, okay. Judy makes tomato sauce out of them, mm-hmm. and she's continuing to do that. I, at, at some point, she'll get tired of that, or she'll have all her bottles full. But not if I keep. I knocked one off the counter, and broke into a million pieces, and uh, 
nothing better than to trying to sop up tomato uh, juice everywhere. But uh, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of folks are just starting their crop, and they're still still out there uh, desperate for new tomatoes, Milton. So you can probably still get rid of your excess. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, Melanie's doing well. Got uh, Melanie's my watermelon. Oh, yeah. Are getting any? You got any cucumbers? Uh, no, I didn't get cucumbers. Cucumbers are doing well. Okay. You know, another thing that's doing well, Trace. It's just kind of a indication to me on how mild the temperatures are. It's already June. I still got uh, sweet peas that's that are blooming and fragrant, and uh, the. The nights have been extraordinarily cool. Yeah, it's amazing because uh, uh, usually, you know, if they if they make it to May 1st, I'm cheering. This is June 1st already. So, uh, On a side note, we got in a uh, fresh shipment of Oscar okra seed. Oh, good. At the register. Okay. People have been and talking still about time, okra. still time to plant that. Oh, okra loves it hot, so we know the heat's still coming and plenty of time to grow that. It'll come uh, this with the weather... Soil's warmer now, and the weather the way it is, it'll come up fast, and then once it germinates, it's. Well, that's the one that David came started uh, touting. It's it's. Uh, I actually had some last year. It was pretty good. I'm not an okra fan, but I, I actually enjoyed it. Cool. How did you prepare it? Uh, well, my wife prepared it. She okay, that was smart. Fried. Okay. That's the only way I could do it. Well, there years, you know the main ways. You know, Everybody seems to love the little okra pieces that are breaded. Uh, but then they're in a lot of recipes, gumbo and all that, and that, which um, if you're a non-okra lover, you refer to as the slime recipes. But uh, but I, I really like them in, the, in those kind of recipes. Uh, tomato, uh, tomato, the tomato and uh, okra uh, uh a uh, hot dish kind of thing is really is really pretty good too. Sauce, yeah. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We kind of strayed from the tomatoes just a bit, uh, just a bit. So the top tomato contest, June seventeenth. It's in the morning. All the details, all the information, at millburgernursery.com. There are two divisions. Uh, there's the uh, cherry or smaller division is one of them, and the regular-sized tomatoes is another one. Uh, you win first or second place and get a gift certificate for that. And, um, and these are these are generous gift certificates, too. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, 50 and 75, I believe. It's, it's substantial. And, you get, yeah. and $10 just for participating, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's also largest tomato by weight. Um, so... Um, you may win that one. In fact, we had somebody who was talking to us about that the other day. I think at Festival of Flowers they had one, and it kind of... Yeah, they were kind of worried about the timing a little bit. Yeah. And Jerry was trying to help them figure out how to use the the refrigerator and uh, delay, you know, delay or hurry picking and so that you can have a, a nice-looking tomato. Now, it's less important on the... The the weight class where you're competing there, you know, it doesn't have to look perfect. No, but on the don't. other the other classes, you want to you want a really blemish free, uniform. Uniform tomatoes. is the is one of the biggest things that I, yeah. I remember from David. And 
Yeah, you know, and you got some real competitors there. You the Red Deuce, the Tycoons, uh, and the big ones, the Cherokee Purple and Red Red Deuce. Can't remember who won last year, but it surprised me who won that. Oh, by weight or by yeah, by weight? I think I'm pretty sure it was Tycoon last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. get big. Tycoons are tycoons the, uh, are nice. Gift certificate for biggest tomato by weight is a hundred dollars, and then best of show or the top tomato wins an additional. Uh, let me get my stuff out here. My cheat sheet wins an additional $50 gift certificate to Millburgers. And as Calvin said, you get a $10 gift certificate just for playing our game. So uh, use the, now that one you have to use the da- that day. So uh, When did they have to get here in the morning, Mel? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I think it starts around 1030. I believe so. Is, yeah. it, on, is it on the uh, sheet, though. somebody's website if they want more information? Millburgernursery.com. And let's see if the time is on here. I'm not seeing the time, but oh, 10:30 to noon, and then at, at noon they start the judging. And there's also the best salad bowl contest. Uh, bring a bowl filled with your best vegetables, picked fresh from your garden, but do not include tomatoes. And the best display of non-tomato veggies will win a $50 Millburgers gift certificate. So the, all the criteria, all the rules and stuff is at millburgernursery.com. So uh, that's the best place to go for it. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his Earthkind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 10.30 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on drift roses. Now, just fourteen eighty eight in a two-gallon container. Caladiums are on sale in the six-inch pot for just four eighty eight. You'll save on beautiful dwarf Mexican petunias in the one-gallon container. And get this now, just three eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Thoralis. Bougainvilleas are on sale. Crepe myrtles and much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Lance Hobbes. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Here's the phrase of the day: opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is when you missed out on something great because you chose something mediocre. I, Larry Elder here. The stock market is up, but you've been in cash because somebody told you it was going to crash. Stop listening to doomsayers. They may be costing you thousands of dollars of potential growth on your money. Call Pax Financial Group, a local advisory firm, at 210-881-5700 to help ease you back into investing. PaxFinancialGroup.com 
Tom. 210-881-5700. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. We're talking with Mike Robert of Robert Custom Homes. And Mike, congratulations on 20 years of excellence in the home building business. Well, thank you. You know, San Antonio has been wonderful to us, and we love our clients and uh, love this town. 40 awards? Yeah, 40-plus awards, Summit Awards and State Awards and uh, one presidential citation. But our ultimate reward, really, an award is happy clients, satisfied customers. What's the key element that sets Robert Custom Homes apart from all the others? You know, integrity first in all that we do. You know, building a quality home is everything to do with your integrity. You know, what happens when the homeowner's not there? You have to make decisions every day to complete a wonderful home. And to do that, you've got to have the integrity to make the right choice all the time. I've got several wonderful superintendents that have been with me 10-plus years, but um, I'm out there quite often on your job site making sure that things are being done to our standards and the standards you expect from a luxury custom home builder. For your next home, think Robert Custom Homes. Mike, how do we get a hold of you? You can reach us on the web at Robert. That's my last name, R-O-B-A-R-E.net, Robert.net. Welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867, toll-free outside of San Antonio. It's 866-308-8867. Calvin, I don't know, did you hear the question he's answering about the live oak, it's, the little shoots? It's, yeah, it's the water sprouts from the, from the live oak. And then she said, I'd be curious to see what she tried, because I think that only because... It kind of paints a picture, but we've tried everything to get rid of them, and nothing's getting rid of them. And the difference is that nothing's going to get rid of them. You, huh? Unless you kill the main tree that they're coming off of. Uh, and that's probably not a... That's not happening. Yeah. So uh, best to figure out how to camouflage and live with them. So how do you suggest people camouflage? Asian jasmine is the closest leaf structure done as a, a ground cover. So you just plant a bed of Asian jasmine around the, around the tree, and as the... As the little water sprouts get taller than the jasmine, you go in with your weed eater and whack them down a little bit, and then they sprout back out and camouflage for a little while. So it's an ongoing thing, but it's better than just looking at all these little trees popping up. Everywhere. Yeah, and Asian jasmine too would be is it is it good for shade? I mean, if you've got it, it will grow just about anywhere. Okay. So now you now you've got if if you've got a deep shade situation with the sprouts coming up. You now have something that looks green because you probably don't have much grass, right? Or, or at some point you won't. So now it looks green and and would be good. So, yeah. Do you get a lot of those questions? Uh, almost daily. Is that right? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, we get. I think every week we we were getting them now, and I'm think trying to think: is there a time of year that they're going to be worse? Um, no, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of possible reasons for it uh, that can make certain years more likely than others yeah but not necessarily a time frame uh but when we're in drought circumstances and people people are either not watering or watering the grass frequently but never watering the trees the root systems tend to come to the surface to get the available moisture and uh then this is the repercussion the little water sprouts i have found out accidentally how to get rid of them okay if you take soil that you've bought or mulch that you've bought and it's in a bag and you place that on top of them uh-huh. and you place it on there long enough, they go away. Temporarily. Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably right about that. So. Wrinkle that a little bit, will you? Oh, okay. 
How's that? Better? Okay. Um, not sure what to do, but... All right, there we go. How's that? All right, 308 8867 308-8867. Just keep at it. Okay, 8867. Okay, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Yeah, I think people find the um, little shoots uh, frustrating. Yeah, um, they can be a nuisance for sure. Yeah, but... It's a, it's a, it seems like it's a minor nuisance. I don't know. But maybe it's just me. I, I had one this morning that was that along with uh, Purple Jew. And they, oh. they wanted to stop the sprouts and the Purple Jew. Oh. I'm like, okay, I think you just need to figure out a way to learn to love it. Hey, we've got Jan on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Jan, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just wonderful. I'm Good. glad to talk to you, Milton. Uh, I heard you announce that you had some Os- Oscar Oprah seed at the desk at Melburger's mm-hmm. well, and I've heard about, I've heard the name Oscar Oprah, but tell me about it. Does it grow in a? Will it grow in a pot? And does it take a lot of water? And what are its characteristics that are different from other okra? Well, the thing that makes it more outstanding than most okras is, you know, normally when an okra gets, the fruit gets large, uh, it's not edible. And this one, mm-hmm. you can let get a little bit larger than, than the average okra and it still be uh, palatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, as far as growth, they all like to grow when it's hot. Uh, they aren't high water consumption compared to other, like melons and things take a lot more water. Uh, uh, they're very easy to grow in the summer. Yeah, and the, the, one of the key advantages of uh, Oscar is that it only gets about seven foot tall rather than ten foot tall and so mm-hmm. it's much much easier to uh, take care of that way very productive and as Trace says high quality okra. and does it have that stickery uh, when you pick it do you get you get that um, same not, yeah it's, yeah it's that's just the fact it's okra yeah it's not it's a thing yeah. Okay, and what right. about growing it in a pot? Big, the big pot should be okay. A little pot might be questionable. Yeah, and you don't only it depends on how big the pot is. Uh, it take a it'll be top heavy because you know seven foot is still yeah. large, so it'd have to be yeah. probably a three gallon gallons. To, oh yeah, five gallon bucket would probably be perfect for one plant. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, I, I never thought of uh, dec- uh, decorating your landscape with okra and containers, so I just did a container article for the Express News la- for next week, and I didn't mention okra and containers, so I should pro- probably have to go back and change Yeah, go back and change that article. <laughs> <laughs> well, are they pretty? Are they pre- when they grow, are they pretty? You would just they're, like a green background, wouldn't it? They're, um, I don't know if they're pretty, they're interesting and distinctive. If you have, it's like, you know, if you have citrus and you have uh, visitors from out of town from up north, they, they, they're real interested and they're, they're excited by it, especially if you can pick a lime and put it in their drink. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty. But okra, they, I think they'd get just as excited about it and interesting. What is that? You know, that kind of a question. But I don't. Mm-hmm. The blooms are are pretty uh, attractive. They look a lot like uh, your Althea, the Althea blooms. But uh, 
But I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't describe him. Would you describe him, Trace, as as pretty? If, <laughs> no. I, I Inter- in- interesting and distinctive. There you go. Yeah, I think that's well, nice. Well, I'll see how it looks like. Is that an open bloom like a hollyhock? That's exactly. Yeah. Okay. Quite often, though, the the Althea will have uh, several layers of petals, and and you know, over a whole plant, they'll have lots of flowers. And we still have five of okay. theories down there. Oh, really? So, do you have? Okay. Yeah. What's that, Jan? Well, they've got they've the got Althea's, a good the, uh, selection of Altheas here at Milburg. Blue Angel? What was oh, it? there's still about five Blue Angels down Okay. Okay. Is that um, it, Jen? Uh, I had another question, but it went away. Uh, okay. Well, let's think for a second, and then. Uh, oh, oh, call, uh, call us back. We, oh, oh, you got. It. Do people collect the seeds and bring them into the desk? Is that what the deal? Sort of. David collected have? the seeds. Yeah. The well, the gar- the master gardeners and the gardening volunteers have a tendency to collect those seeds because. Most of us think of the Oscar as being a superior plant to the to the other varieties. It's just it just doesn't. Uh, and doesn't and somebody okay. has to collect them because none of the big uh, seed suppliers are ever going to have it. So to to have any longevity and being replanted, uh, there's always a couple people that are are uh, asked to save the seed. And it's easy to save, and it's long lived. It's right. not. It's not like. Uh, one of the tiny seeds, you know, not 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 even like lettuce. No. Cool. Thanks, Jan. Okay. All right. Thank so we'll you. see you up Bye-bye. here. Come get some okra seed. All right. We're going to go back to the phone lines now at 308-8867, 308-8867. And Mark is on the line. Hey there, Mark. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing good. How are y'all? Good. How can we help you? Um, I've got a jasmine... Do they bloom all summer, or is that like a spring blooming thing? Which jasmine? Do you know? The uh, well, it just says it just says jasmine on the little card or whatever. But when I bought it, it was Uh, blooming, but then it it stopped. You know, and it had real. Was it a yellow flower? No, they're white. Yellow flower or white? White. Well, most most of them are, are late winter spring bloomers. But I was saying, you know, like there's a, yeah, if there were, if it's white flower and fragrant, then it's probably, might be um, Carolina jasmine. It could be the, the jasmine. Okay. White, white be uh, in a vine, it's probably star. star jasmine. Yeah. Star jasmine, I think it's star bush, jasmine. Okay. Yeah. It's, there, it's, there are a number of white bloomers bush. in a bush form, too. Spring, then, right? spring and late winter. Uh, star jasmine, oh, okay. it's almost always blooming on Mother's Day. Hmm. Okay. So okay. and yeah, then they so, and then they kind of late, for the summer, late spring. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you get a depending on the weather. Every year is different. Uh, somewhere between say four and eight weeks worth of blooms. Okay, okay. I was just wondering because I mean the plant's growing real well. It's just not blooming. So I thought, well, yeah. am I doing something wrong or something like that? Yeah, they're, so, they're, they'd that, be on the end if they were still going. It's another. It's another plant that maybe we under underuse, and then there's. Uh, like primrose jasmine that that we use a lot in, especially deer. Deer generally don't eat the jasmine, any of those varieties. Right. So that that's another real uh, selling point for the for those jasmines. In in addition to the 
to the color yeah, and like the I, fragrance. Yeah, like I said, I, I put it in this year, you know, early, you know, I guess, and uh, and it was blooming when I got it. And then I put it in, and it was real fragrant and all that, and then it, all the blooms fell off, and I thought, well, am I doing something wrong? Did it go into shock? Or... Yeah, I think, yeah. I think you just seen the natural progression. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't uh, offend it or try to sing to it or anything, did you? Uh, no, I, if I did that, I don't think it'd live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're tough. They're they're surprisingly tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I think I think Trace is right. I think you've probably got the star jasmine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that was my question. Thank you very much. Thanks. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, we've uh, got about uh, a few minutes before we need to go to break again, but I thought we'd uh, maybe pick apart the um, the sale items this week and maybe okay. focus on one. And then later we've got a, there's a couple more events coming up, and uh, Milberger's is in the middle of the, the Saw's Coupon, which I write about in my article today, and also the the big uh, landscape school sponsored by the Gardening Volunteers and by the our friends at uh, Trinity Glenrose Groundwater District, who is Milbergers has been helping a lot with their uh, uh, their website and their, their information uh, subscriptions. So that we got those to talk about later too. All right, so talk a little bit about Drift Roses. Uh, we, I remember when we, uh, I guess it was last year, maybe about this time, when they went on sale and you were very excited about them because well, they served a, a lot of purposes. It, it does. It's a, a short-growing rose, so it grows wider than it does tall. And it's right up there with uh, the antiques and knockouts as far as uh, disease resistance uh, and prolific blooming. Okay. Lots of different color. Yep. Uh, the, the red and the coral, I think, are my favorite. But there's pink and there's a popcorn, so it's kind of white and oh, yeah. pink color. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous plants. So what would you use them for? Uh, I would use them in an area like between the, the street and the sidewalk because they're not going to get too tall where, you know, you can still see over them. Uh, but you get the good airflow and gorgeous to have something that that pretty right up in front of the house yeah you know it's a tough that, area though and there's some folks that are they're a tough them. plant okay cool some folks are using them because of that toughness attractiveness but also to kind of uh control traffic a bit just oh, like our martha right. gonzalez is also you know relatively small and so if you if you want folks to stay on sidewalks or and uh, have something that's tough enough to, to put up with to influence traffic, but not savage enough to, to cause problems. That, that those roses seem to fit the bill. And I think they'd work great as container roses. Uh, you know, you get a good sized pot, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, you don't have to worry about the thing outgrowing out it because it doesn't get so super big in the first place. That's interesting. So now, but it wants to grow wide, right? Right. So would right. it's it a ground, would it, basically a ground cover? Yeah. So would it, uh, if you say did a hanging basket, would a trail? Yeah, I think that's too small of a pot. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. You could uh, technically yes. That's cool. Well, I was thinking like the lantana, the purple lantana, is is also that wants mm-hmm. to trail and stuff. And so okay. Well, we could uh, 
anybody that's uh, grown, I really haven't grown them. We had them at the South Texas Home and Home Garden and Environmental Show, um, and folks were interested in them and it's the same story and for the same uses. But uh, it'd be nice if we got anybody out there that's that's actually grown them. What they how how the performance, how long they bloom? Do they bloom as long as the knockouts? Or? Everything seems to be about the same, and you know, for the last what ten years or so, almost every landscape architect's diagrams had knockouts on it yeah well now almost all of them have drift roses oh that's interesting so it's it's amazing the the amount of phone calls we get for that to fulfill those kind of contracts that's kind of of cool i'm thinking now um maybe we try one we have uh, that that area between the the sidewalk and the street that nothing i wonder about grass or weeds kind of grows in yeah I wonder about maintenance. Little, you know, when you you think of um, a low-growing plant like that with thorns, that's why I want to, you know, how thick do they get? And you know, when you're trying to think, you're pruning out blackberries are an example. Right. And and roses. The neat thing about uh, the tough modern roses, like knockout, is they're really pretty easy to take care of. They're upright. They're disciplined growers. Uh, is this? You know, do you have to crawl in between there, reach in there, get weeds out, or is it thick enough that, or can you use enough mulch in there to uh, to have it uh, pretty weed-free? Or I, I mean, it's it's definitely going to block a lot of the light, so I mean, you'd be less likely to have things growing underneath it. Uh, I have noticed you need to deadhead it though. Uh, it does it does rebloom much much better if you deadhead it. You know, at the old Jones Maltzberger experiment site for the Master Gardeners, this was years ago, and we had a, a ground cover rose, and I'm trying to remember what it was called. I don't know if it was Comanche or something like that. That was uh, they used it in California on hillsides, you know, on the highway there, and then the, all these expensive homes, and they wanted something beautiful that would hold the soil. And would not would make it difficult for people to come from the highway into the properties, and uh, so this sounds like a more civilized version of it that. Does, yeah. yeah, more control, a little more controllable. Yeah. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. We're going to take a break. That's on sale this week, by the way. The drift roses How are. How much are they? Are Milburgers? Let me find out for you. They're in the two gallon container. They are regularly twenty four ninety nine now fourteen eighty eight in a two gallon container. And lots of colors. Yeah, uh, five colors I believe. Coral, apricot, peach, red, and pink. Perfect for sunny borders. Lots of variation. Remember sunny borders? Of... Used to be on the station. Right. So uh, that was different sunny, I think. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Trace Hazlett, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is nine thirty a.m. The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his Earthkind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful ah. summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 10.30 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on Drift Roses. Now, just fourteen eighty eight in the two-gallon container. Caladiums are on sale in the six-inch pot for just four eighty eight. You'll save on beautiful dwarf Mexican petunias in the one-gallon container. And get this now, just three eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Thoralis. Bougainvilleas are on sale. Crepe myrtles and much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with the 10. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need a 10. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing, Bubba? I'm surprising Mom and Dad, dude. You know how this old tub of theirs is a hurdle to get in and out of, so I'm gonna unhurdle it. Make it their own walk-in shower. Uh, you might want to put on some goggles. They're gonna be surprise all right just like when you put that moonroof in their car you're right i should ask first but i'm gonna save them money let me tell you bubba this is what's going to happen next we're going to call genie bass systems because they're going to save thousands of dollars over the other guys i'm still doing it plus genie bass system has a special offer right now where mom and dad will get a free vanity plus they include the flooring here in the bathroom i'm still doing it and all of genie bass system products are made here in america america what's the number call genie bass systems at 210-739 one three seven two and ask about the free vanity plus the bathroom flooring online at geniebathsystems.com all right i'll call genie bath systems but i'm going to put a big screen above the shower so i don't miss any of my nascar bubba you need to finally move out geniebathsystems.com looking for a fun and free family outing this summer don't miss movies by moonlight each tuesday evening in june and july at travis park downtown 9 30 a.m the answer in the city of san antonio I invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch Moana. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Bahama Bucks, State Farm Agent Mike McDonald, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. 
Welcome back to Bill Berger's Garden in South Texas. Trace, keep it, i got to talk about a little bit about, uh, I want to tell our listeners about Wild Birds Unlimited. So if you want to continue to answer that, you can. Calvin's got it. You're right. I'll listen to him. <coughs> okay. All right, 308-8867. But let me talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. I'll tell you the, the thing I like about them. Okay, you know that what Wild Birds Unlimited does is they help you build uh, your area, your home, your backyard, your front yard, your area into a place where nature wants to come. Um, with that's butterflies or birds, even bats, squirrels. Uh, it's if you want to enjoy the nature that's around you, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you do that. They have all the the houses. They have the feeds. They have specialty feeds that are like okay, so like squirrels, for instance, are, are a problem. Well, their feeds are, are specifically designed so some of them are so the squirrels don't even like them. They don't don't touch them at all. And it helps with those kind of problems. But that's the key. Wild Birds Unlimited is a problem solver. When you go in, if you've, if you, if you've been in once, you know this is true. Uh, and that is that you'll see a customer come in. And like Bill over there at uh, Northwest Military and Hebner Road, Bill will start talking to them, and they're 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 old friends. They talk about what they've seen, what's happening in the yard, all that, um, and they uh, so they develop a relationship. It's what I've I really like about them. When you go in, if you haven't been in, you need to go in, go check out Wild Birds Unlimited, find out all these things, and then there's lots of things. Um, that are for the home or for the nature uh, lover in the yard as well. And uh, Wild Birds Unlimited has those ranging from binoculars to uh, hats, books, uh, feeders, all that. So check them out. Wild Birds Unlimited, three locations, Northwest Military and Hebner Road on 3009 in um, just about a mile east of, of uh, 35 and on Braun Road in 1604. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Here you go. You'll be on the air, and uh, Trace will help you out. What's going on? Uh, I was told you guys were the experts and come to talk to you guys. Trace is. Trace is. Yeah, he's the expert. I live uh, across the interstate from the Dominion up on top of the hill, and we've had our hill tiered a little bit, and my wife wants to make it a fruit garden with some fruit trees. And so I'm not sure it, it faces that hill, faces northeast. Um, so I'm not sure what we need to be concerned about as far as winds. And one of the gentlemen was telling us av- we were looking at an avocado tree yeah. that it really needs to stay in a pot for three years. At least three years. Yeah, and um, I'm looking for stuff that I can plant. And where you're at, you're going to be colder, so it would be probably not the best option. Okay. So I'm looking what what would be good options for us. What, well, how much maintenance do you want to do? Because some some things require a whole lot more effort on your right. end than others. Like I understand, peaches can require a lot of maintenance. Right, your your and lower uh, effort things are going to be like blackberries, uh, Satsuma oranges, pomegranates. Although the production's not a whole lot on a pomegranate, they are easy to grow, and figs. Those are your, you're going to get production with minimal effort on your end. Everything else is going to start building on how many things that you have to do periodically through the year. If he goes with, like, the Satsumas, should he pick one of the varieties that's more cold tolerant? Of course. Uh, all Satsumas are better than any other orange. But the better of the Satsumas are Arctic Frost and Orange Frost. Those are actually on their own root system. So if we were to get beyond stupid cold... 
that one would freeze down and come back out true to what it's supposed to be, whereas your other grafted varieties would come back out as uh, a sour orange or a trifoliata, which are uh, neither one of them you would want. Okay. And are lemons out of the question? In the ground, you bet. Okay. They are. There, there was one for on the market for a little while called Lemon Frost that would have been worth a shot, uh, but it, it, it's gone. Okay. All right. I appreciate your help. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. All right. Thanks for being on the air. Evelyn is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. How about you guys? We're doing just fine. Out here on the porch watching everybody. It's a pretty day. It's a little humid. I can't and complain, about the and the hummingbirds? Let's see. Uh, we had a hummingbird a little while ago. We were watching him. And I'll give you a report. I'm not seeing any butterflies, but I'll keep looking while we answer your question. Okay. Um, I have two questions. Uh, <coughs> if I use insecticidal granules on a tomato, is that toxic if, when it has fruit? Well, that would depend on what insecticide was in the granules. Uh, legally, it would have to say on the bag or container that it's safe around vegetables. If it does not say that, then you probably don't want to be using it. Uh, but, it's, for example, if it was in the middle of corporate product, which is systemic, that will in, end up in the plant. Whereas uh, there's a lot of insecticides and granules that won't end up in the plant. But it generally will speci- specifically say on the bag whether it was approved around vegetables or not. What are you well, trying to get rid of, Evelyn? Maybe we can help you. Spider mites. Oh. On what? <laughs> on tomatoes. On, yeah. Uh, in general, when you get spider mites on a tomato, you're that's the cleanup crew telling you you're done. Um, if there's any tomatoes on them, I would probably nurse them along and uh, get them to the point where you can pick them and let them ripen inside discard the plants, and start preparing for a fall crop. Do you have a lot of the uh, spider mites? Oh, yes. I pulled up two plants oh. yesterday. But anyhow, I have mm. the, uh, bought a Tasty, the new one that they're testing. And that yeah, I had that too. Uh, oh, that got spider mites? No, not yet. That's what I want to find out, if I could use that systemic. Uh, Can she use a liquid yeah, seaweed for well, that? That's where I was going to head. Okay. Um, so if you spray liquid seaweed on the foliage... Uh, and through the root system regularly. Uh, Plants are made up of cells, just like we are, and a cell wall has a certain thickness. Uh, Liquid seaweed uh, supposedly makes that cell wall thicker, and a spider mite eats like a mosquito. So they stick their little doodad in and suck the chlorophyll out. And if you make the cell wall thick enough... He can't stick the little doodad in. Oh, is that what the seaweed does? So it doesn't does? kill anybody, oh, okay. but it makes the plant less likely for them to be able to eat. And if they don't, if they can't eat readily, then they'd rather be somewhere else. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I have that tomato plant in a whiskey barrel, and so it doesn't have anything on there right now. So I was just, you know, wondering if I could so use that. Start. I would start on the seaweed, and and ultimately, you're really only trying to to protect the plant for the next. Six weeks or so. Because uh, then it's going to get too hot after, anyway. After that, you really need to be thinking about uh, planting for fall. So I, w- I would grow it uh, as long as you're getting tomatoes. Grow it to the end of those tomatoes ripening. And then dig them all up and start over again for uh, uh, middle of July to middle of August. But I think people get a lot of success using this the, uh, the seaweed as a 
preventative. It, it can only be a preventative. It's really yeah. It just doesn't, doesn't kill. Doesn't kill it, anything. But it keeps them from being. So you might try that, Evelyn. Is, is, okay. So can I have one? Have you ever question? done that before? Sure, sure, sure. Yes, I have, but have it you didn't help any. I don't. How oh, it often do you have to spray those uh, tomato plants, and how much? The tablespoon, oh, gallon. Yeah, follow the directions, and I'd be looking at probably every five to seven days. Okay, and I also have a bermensia, and spider mites like to get into that. Also, if I put those they, granules in there, would that be that will toxic, that toxic will help you um, as a prevention? As long as it's not already on the plant, it it will lessen your chances of getting the problem. Although that plant is very prone uh, to spider mites. To spider mites. Yes. Uh, so if uh, hummingbirds or bees or whatever gets in those blooms, is that going to be toxic to them? Well, it's not the healthiest for them, uh, but it. it it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> okay. the, the other option would be spraying and uh, doing it when the bees aren't out uh, and not not on the open bloom. Oh, is the lifespan kind of <coughs> short? Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, these are the granules, though. So. Well, right, but that's why I said spray. Oh, oh, spray. I'm sorry. I missed that. Yeah, okay. Okay. Spider, well. spider mites are one of the hardest things to control. So in Tell a lot of cases, it. they're... <laughs> A lot of cases, there really is no way to fix a problem once you get it. Yeah, and uh-huh. I think, I think too, the hotter it gets, the tougher it is to fix. Well, once, it? yeah, once it gets warm, too hot, they're almost born pregnant, and yeah. so they multiply so fast that no insecticide can keep up with the the uh, generations that are going to be <coughs> popping up in in a few days. Mm-hmm. Hello, is Doctor Parsons vacationing or? He's taking a vacation day. He okay. heard you were going to call, call, and so he took off. <laughs> okay. That's Sorry. not true, Evelyn. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Keep up All the right, good work. Bye, Evelyn. Bye. All right. 308-8867. What were y'all talking about? He, this is, a, and it's amazing, this is the second time today that we've had uh, uh, trees that are uh, in the septic system, you know, those oh. are showing uh, salting uh, huh. Symptoms, and it's it's a common symptom, and I'm I'm thinking it has to be that they they put on all this growth because of the all the the well timed rains we had, and then we had like five weeks of relatively hot day and no no rain, and so the those all those trees that are getting the septic uh, water sprayed on them, or even taking it up. They're getting some salting, especially on the old mature leaves. Trinity University, when we were years ago, when we were experimenting with the recycled water, same thing happened, and they mm-hmm. had to they had to quit spraying the even even recycled water, which is oh, wow. barely more salty than the other water. And that's same thing with those cesspool situation. And I think I think it's going to be it's a, just a constant issue with the, those systems. You just <laughs> Yeah. They're just real sensitive to what other what whatever the weather conditions are, especially rainfall. Billy's on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Billy, welcome to the show. What's going on, Milton? I I enjoyed the discussion with a lady about the Oscar okra. Oh, and, good. Uh, I, I've not only grown it, but I've de-seeded it and what have you. And once upon a time, when they gave me some plants from the Extension Service, uh, I. Uh, took pictures of them and i just emailed them to you so you can take a look oh at thank them you and, and see okay. what you think 
I think yeah. Milton will probably have them put in uh, uh, picture frame, <laughs> Billy, and uh, and then we'll uh, put them in a art museum someplace. Uh, uh, they they uh, might well be there, may belong there. So just take a look at them and see what you think. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty All to right. me. But uh, many years ago, I was a professional photographer. So I just don't pass up an opportunity to take a picture of something that thinks it might look good. And I still have those from many years ago. So if you can find them on the Internet, we'll uh, take a look at them and see what you think. Yeah, I'm going to. So, oh, there we go. I found how, tall, how tall do your shit generally get, Billy? Uh, Seven? Mine don't get more than three or four feet tall. Oh, that? And you yeah, get production? They, yeah, they get good. No, not necessarily. Not real good production. But, oh, okay. Uh, these that I sent the picture of are not mine. They're, they're some that Master Gardeners grew in and sent me the plants to take the seeds out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they... They're they send, showing them to the guys. Send yes. you the the plant. Rather than have you grow them, they let you take the pictures. You're better at the, the photographs than the gardening, are you, you say? Uh, sometimes, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that's not true because I've seen your gardens. You're, you're a great gardener. I was Those just are teasing. beautiful, Billy. Did you find them, Milton? I did. They were gorgeous. Aren't they, though? <laughs> yeah, so that lady, <laughs> that like whether they're pretty or not, you can answer her question yeah. now. Okay, yeah. Trace, I think these guys are weird. Now they have a unique and distinctive look, I think is how I've heard them <laughs> <Yes>. described. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> They're laying on the tile on my kitchen floor, so that background might be a little misleading. But I, I, nah. thought, I, I thought that was nice. I just thought that might fit in. Okay, well, thank you. Hey, okay, did you grow uh, the tasty? Did you grow the tasty Lee Billy? Uh, yes, I have some. Oh, how are they? Have, uh, they, have you gotten tomatoes yet? They have tomatoes, yes. The tomatoes are not very big, and the plants are not very big, but uh, they're coming along. Okay, well, give us a report in a little while. Uh, I will. I, uh, I'm probably uh, keeping an eye on some uh, tomatoes to see whether I bring them to the contest or not. Oh, that's right. Cool. Good. I, well, you need to bring I'm them to the like contest. I'm kind of like you. I have more cherries than I know what to do with. Man alive. The, the judges will all be hungry, so you can oh, yeah. bring them and not show them if you'd like. <laughs> okay, just thought I'd send you the picture. I'm glad you did, Billy. Thanks a bunch. Thanks, Billy. We got them. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. We're going to take a break. Come back in just a moment. We'll get caught up with the weather right after this with uh, our roiling thunder weather forecast. And I forecast. wanted to get, Trace was going to say something about the, well, you had the okay. red bud hang picture. On. Yeah. Well, hang on. we got we got to take a break. Back in a We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. All right, we had to go to break before uh, and I interrupted you. You guys were talking about the... Uh... Well, there's two. Uh, my article today it was about... Uh, low water use landscaping hmm. and it talked about you know the ground covers that are available if your if your lawn is in is too shady to grow grass and uh, if you want to cut back on the maintenance you know all the plants that are available mulches and and the ground covers perennials the whole works but it also talked about uh, uh, two really interesting events that would contribute to you making a conversion on your landscape or or if you've just got a new landscape, and number one is the saws coupon, they'll give you uh, 
uh, give you uh, cover part of the costs on uh, converting 200 square feet. And if you've never converted before, you could have up to 1,600 square feet of of uh, reimbursement there. So that's really interesting. And it's worth going to the SAW's uh, landscape website to, to see what the particulars are. And if you come to Millburgers, they've got a central area, I think, over there that you can see all the plants that SAWS is willing to subsidize. Plus, through the nursery, they've identified. Yeah, you see the little tags on them. Tags on them, which, which ones are willing to be. Uh, so then right consistent with that, at the same time, on June 10th, uh, our friends at Trinity Glen Rose Water Conservation District and the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas are sponsoring a landscape school. And this is from, uh, that's a Saturday, it's from 8.30 to 1 p.m. And they'll have lectures uh, about plant choice, how to uh, deal with your soils, because they're, they're, they're interested in the soils up in the northwest part here that uh, really need some organic material. And they'll try to, you know, encourage you to use the plants that fit those kind of soils in the lectures. Uh, plus, plus, they're really emphasizing planning and the importance of it and planning to meet your needs as a family and your landscape needs and your willingness to do the work uh, because uh, you've you got a whole lot of choices on landscapes. Some of us, I mean, that, we love the, the work involved with it. Others, this is, you want to accomplish something else. You want just a neat, easy to care for. And so you've got those options. But uh, they also have one-on-one counseling at the event, which is a real added dividend. And it's $30 per individual or $50 for two folks from the same household. And to get more information, go to uh, or to sign up. Gardening Volunteers, uh, their website, you can just Google Gardening Volunteers and get Gardening Gardeningvolunteers.org. Okay. And uh, there you can, uh, they, they want you to RSVP for the event by the 6th. When's that? Is that Tuesday? Yes. Okay. So check it out this weekend, the information, and decide whether you want to go. That's re- it's really worth worth the time and the effort. Even if you are just thinking about it and want ideas, or you're thinking about getting a professional to help you, uh, and it helps to go to one of these uh, landscape schools to just to get a background, get some uh, identify some favorite plants and some combinations of plants, and so this this is a good one, and it's at Aldacos at Dominion. So, if nothing else, you can get a good a good <laughs> a good lunch there, uh, and that's uh, Saturday the tenth from 8:30 to 1 p.m. And go to the gardeningvolunteer.org uh, uh, website for more information and, and to sign up. Hey, um, excuse me. Speaking of events, don't forget David Rodriguez is going to be here next Saturday from 1030 to noon uh, talking about summer color for your yard and using uh, things like Texas Superstars, which have a proven track record. In fact, we may do that a little bit 
but hang on a sec. I'm sorry. And then, uh, but come, come on out for that. David will be doing it. It's absolutely free. It's one of the Earth Kind seminars. David is bringing the crowds into Millburgers uh, for these seminars. So uh, 10:30 to noon. Bring a pencil. Uh, bring a notebook to write on. Take lots of notes. And then the cool thing is, uh, he'll give you lots of ideas and suggestions. You can ask some questions, and then those plants are available right here at Millburgers. So. Uh, I was going to ask you guys uh, to define what a Texas superstar plant is. When we we say that, we assume people know, but what is it? Well, it's it's it can be different things, but gener- generally, it's supposed to have application to the whole state. All right, and it's supposed to have uh, characteristics that that make it uh, uh, that it's not an environmental. Uh, issue problem it's a uh, environmentally appropriate in terms of water use and pesticides um, and uh, it offers some kind of uh, color or fruit or uh, vegetable structure or some kind of texture uh, that uh, is is important or uh, is contributes to a, a nice landscape too um, so and there's some of them are really neat plants. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about the Whopper begonia. That's mm-hmm. that's one. That's where our, I heard about that. Was here at Millburgers as a Texas superstar. Uh, I like the Diamond Frost. I always think that's a neat texture. And so, kind of in a nutshell, um, all those factors Calvin mentioned means that these are plants that really that have a history and have been tested and do well, providing lots of color and pleasure for you in South Texas. So. Uh, David will be telling you what kind of plants to choose, uh, and many of those will include those Texas superstars. And we all have favorites. David's got favorites. Trace has got favorites. I do, and Jerry does, too. Uh, But generally, you can count on Texas superstars to be just across the board to be pretty effective landscape plants. Easy to grow. Yeah, there you go. All right, thanks for summing it up. All right, 308-8867, our number, 308-8867. Hey, you were saying, and I honestly don't remember, you were talking about, Calvin, the uh, the septic systems and the well, two we, questions. We changed, well, we changed over to the red bud, I think, is where we were at. Yeah. But I was trying to, to did you, I didn't remember what you said might be the solution, because if, if we've had two questions, that means other folks are experiencing it. What do, what do they do? Well, you what some people do is you you. You have just basically lawn area in that spray where okay. they're spraying the septic. But hardly anybody does that. Because there's some times where you get really superior uh, tree and, and uh, shrub growth, too. But but, but you got a, you got a kind of a completely different uh, environment there. You have to, number one, you have to fulfill the requirements of the, of the septic system. So your plants in that area do not become the primary concern. Oh, okay. So you have to do like these people are doing. At some times, depending on the weather and how your septic system's working, you have to put up with some physiological damage because of salts. Salts can, especially if the if you're spraying these brand new lush leaves after a real rainy spring with a, a salty septic, clean but salty septic system uh, water uh, you'll get some burning or even when they pick up plants pick up the that's salty water uh, some of the older growth will show that symptom 
and uh, some some plants are more susceptible than than other plants and so it's a it's an ongoing issue that i, I think if you have that attitude that that this is uh my sept- this is my septic system and uh, the plants uh, are are there as kind of a secondary guess and uh, we'll just have to do our best and what people will do milton is they'll during a dry period after a wet period they'll just make sure they get they might have to water okay with fresh water every month or so especially okay. in the summertime cool yeah tracy any other inputs on that no no i was i was ready to talk about the red bud though okay yeah, do that though, go back to the red that bud. was different well he also had a sample of a red bud leaf that looked like somebody took a shotgun to it and so we were talking a little bit about what uh, what might be going on there and my thought was flea beetles and uh, calvin said beetles too so uh i'm not sure which one he was but killing them i mean uh seven would be my first thing to go with and uh and spraying them down with seven and and letting them ingest that when they're eating the leaf so they'll do a little more damage before they die but at least they're going to die and flea beetles we see the place i i generally see them are on green beans I didn't see them this year, though, for some reason. I, I see them a lot on sweet potato vine. Oh, yeah. That's they love they love that, and but the damage was just like that on the red bud. So. Yeah. And a red, what we we told the, the man with the red bud was that the red bud would, you know, a, a mature red bud will just grow right through that. He might see it, probably won't see it every year, but you see it quite often. In it. And uh, especially if you plant our recommended varieties, they... They seem to tough it out and can deal with it. Cool. All right, 308-8867, the number to call. 308-8867, either, it's for you. Either a giant swallowtail or a tiger. Oh, we found one, Evelyn. Where? Hey, there, there he is. Coming this way. Yeah. I think what, it's a giant. What's he enjoying there? Huh? What's he enjoying? I was trying to well, think. Well, he's just checking out the citrus or whatever whatever that plant is coming yeah. up right there. That's a citrus tree. Yeah. Okay. There's something in the purple lantana four inch over there too. It's landed. Is it a butterfly? Yeah, butterfly or moth, couldn't tell. Oh. oh, so Evelyn we got some for you. Oh, I, I know we would. Oh, where'd he go? Yeah. Man. I'm this yeah, this guy a, here's a big old looking son at, of that, a gun. at that uh he or a she over there. I suspect it's a she. What's the, what's that moth that looks like a hummingbird? Um hummingbird moth? Well, that, well, they people call them hummingbird moths, but the, I don't know what Trace is thinking of. There's some other names. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, cicadia. Now there's a whole bunch of them in the lantana. Yeah, there sure are. The Even cicadia one. looks a little like a hummingbird. But uh, hummingbird moths is what I call them if they're in the day. If they're, you see them on overcast days in the daytime or you see them on, in the evening. I had one dive bombing my dog last night. That's why I said. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Did not like them. Uh, you, know, you know what does it. like them? We found out this one time. Crackles. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. we were watching one here. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just kind of in the same pleasant voice I have now. It's like, oh, look at that. That is so cool. That is so cool. And then we saw a glass. Yeah, this crackle like. And I was like, oh, what? When I realized. Like the hawks and the bats. Yeah, kind of like the or, hawks and the bats. Yeah. Or uh, roadrunners and sparrow, sparrows at a feeder. They lived it. Say Roadrunner just kind of being nonchalant and that's easy pickings. Yeah. You know, why, why go chase lizards all over when I can just sit here under the feeder and get these sparrows that are distracted? 
Hey, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. So we're going to take pick something else out of the uh, Millburgers. Uh, it's a Texas superstar. This is out of the things that are on sale. Y'all recommend this a lot, uh, and that's dwarf Mexican petunia. This is a great opportunity. Uh, who would benefit from getting dwarf Mexican petunia? What would they be looking for? Anybody who wants low-maintenance ground cover for sun or shade. Tough. Yep. Tough, but not... It doesn't take over. It'll do a little reseeding, but it doesn't take over. It's also a good butterfly plant because uh, I can't remember the species that uh, like to lay their eggs on it, but there's at least uh, one species, I think two, and then the blooms produce uh, nectar. Uh, they will they bloom better in full sun, but there'll be a little bit of bloom. They really do neat under deciduous trees. Yeah, that'd be great. Because you get it, you get it. In the like under pecans, you get a little uh, bloom period in the fall and that early drop, and then you get a, a bloom period in the early spring because the pecans are so slow to come back. And most winters evergreen. Yep. And if it ever did get stupid cold, you can go in with your weed eater lawnmower, cut it off at the ground, and it'll be right back out again. Oh, yeah. good. Now deer will deer will eat at them, and in a drought will eat at them, but uh, generally. They, they survive deer browsing. I, I guess it would depend on the neighborhood and what else the deer has, has to eat, but they're not favorite. And they're uh, uh, relatively closely related to the to the uh, native Ruelia that, you know, if you grow wildflowers, you get you get that uh, dwarf or that uh, prairie, I think they call it prairie Ruelia, that has the same kind, has the little blue flowers. Yeah, it's a little smaller. Yeah, and but it's it's actually and and they're not as cone shaped as these guys. Oh, uh, when you see um, people who I, I don't think it's the prairie one, but it's the um, they're just the taller. I guess the non dwarf, and people uh, who I've seen them like in Almas Park and some other places where they've uh, just let them grow up, but they keep them well maintained. It's very pretty. You've got oh yeah, you've got. To. And I imagine it's a lot of work because I told I, I I told that story several times where I. We at one of the extension service offices where we worked over there on uh, Harry Wurzbach, I think. Uh, we planted them as one of the low water use plants, and uh, within two years, the, the, in the direction of the prevailing wind, there was a planting, a growth of, oh, of Mexican uh, petunias crossed when Kitty Corner, Jay walked. Across the street and down through the apartments, and it was just the neatest thing—a straight line where the prevailing winds were. And so we we did a quick removal of the, so nobody would know we were the ones that that caused it. So Roy has been gathering up all the weather information for us, and that's not the dwarf. The dwarf no. doesn't do that. So uh, let's find out what the weather forecast is going to be for today because it's kind of confusing out here. It's it's still it's humid. Seems like it wants to rain. Uh, I see things on websites talking about rain here in San Antonio. So we'll find out from our expert, Roy McDonald, back at the station. Roy, what you got? Hey, guys. How are you today? Doing doing swell. How you doing? Still humid out there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a look. Well, today we're going to get up to just a little bit warmer to 88 degrees. There is about a 30% chance of rain. That's going to come around about about four or five, uh, about 5 o'clock is when we start having that percent chance of rain. Um, and that's going to last basically throughout the night, about a 40 to, uh, 30 to 40% chance of some possible showers uh, this evening. 
um, going until tomorrow morning. Now, tomorrow we're going to be a high of 87, also with a 50% chance of some early morning thunderstorms with a low of 70 degrees tomorrow. Monday, to start off our work week, 50% chance of some afternoon uh, scattered thunderstorms with 87 degrees as our high and a 72 degrees as our low. Tuesday, looks like the rain is going to probably give us a little bit of a break. Only about a 20% chance of some isolated showers on Tuesday. 88 is going to be our high with a 73 degrees low temperature on Tuesday. Wednesday, partly cloudy skies, high of 90 degrees, low of 69. Thursday, high of 90 degrees, low of 68 Ooh. with clear skies. And Friday, Milton, to round out the week, another 90-degree yes, day, low of 67 with partly cloudy skies. Well, he sounds enthusiastic. I know. I, I, it's he likes those there. kind of days better than the hundred percent rain days. I just yeah. don't want, I don't want Milton sitting on the porch with his jacket on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you I mean, go. it's not going to be on the porch in short sleeves. I appreciate that. Roy. <laughs> there you you're, go. You're good to me. I think, thanks for taking care of me. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, sir. Well, we don't have Jerry to pick on you today, so it'll be a short weather forecast. <laughs> well, and and you notice that we haven't picked on Jerry at all. Usually, yeah. In the old days when he was gone, we used to. Oh, we had a fun get time. Maybe we'll do yeah. it again tomorrow. Which was, where do you think Jerry is? And people would have all these great hypotheses that you know. Oh yeah, and that, uh, usually one of them was charm school. But then, of course, when he came back. He hadn't changed, so we knew it wasn't charm school. Yeah. Well, I guess he could have gone to failed. He could have failed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I failed at charm school. Definitely, if he did go, he has failed at charm school. Thanks, Roy. You take care. All right, so let's uh, take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett from Millburgers. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930. We'll talk about some zinnias. The answer. Zinnias right after this on The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his Earthkind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 1030 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on drift roses now just 14.88 in the two gallon container caladiums are on sale in the six inch pot for just 4.88 you'll save on beautiful dwarf mexican petunias in the one gallon container and get this now just 3.88 this week at millburgers you'll save on thoralis bougainvilleas are on sale crepe myrtles and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Boulevardy road dale wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show. 
Weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The Answer. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird, or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores with three San Antonio and shirts locations like Braun Road in 1604 or call 375-3611. That's 375-3611. We're talking with Mike Robert of Robert Custom Homes. And Mike, what kind of homes does Robert Custom Homes specialize in? Robert Custom Homes truly specializes in luxury, hill country, custom home living. You know, we build everywhere, Canyon Lake and north of that into Blanco, down to the south side of San Antonio and out to Seguin. You know, part of what makes the beauty of our custom homes is the fact that we have an ASID certified interior designer on staff to produce the finest interior design elements available today. Our first meeting is usually at our office to get to know each other, make sure we're going to work well together. And then generally it's a visit to your land. We want to see your land and the layout. And then usually some of our model homes or our properties or clients' properties that are open to us to use as well so we can show customers exactly what we mean by integrity, quality, and distinction. For your custom home, go with a home builder that reflects integrity, quality, and distinction. Robert Custom Homes. Mike, how can we reach you? You can reach us on the web at Robert. That's my last name, R-O-B-A-R-E dot net. Robert.net. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch Moana. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Bahama Bucks, State Farm Agent Mike McDonald, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, when you come to Millburgers, maybe to uh, take advantage of one of the specials or to pick up the zinnias like we're talking about in a second, uh, check out uh, the Nature's Creation line of products here at Millburgers. A wide variety of different products uh, from uh, fertilizers. These are all organic uh, fertilizers, uh, herbicides, uh, insecticides, and even repellents like the Nature's Creation Cedar Repel Insect repellent red senior granules kid and pet safe uh, it's a natural insect repellent messes with their pheromones is what i've been told and understand is kind of so they they it's like eh, we don't want to be over there a chemical free pleasant scent easy to apply long lasting and it's recommended by the folks at nature's creation to repel mosquitoes fleas beetles snakes scorpions chinch bugs and beetles oh slugs and ants too so uh, three-quarters of a cubic foot bag will cover the uh, 3,000 square feet. 
And uh, Trey said that uh, around mosquito time, when things get bad, uh, people will come in and get uh, the granules for cedar repellent, and uh, uh, they found some success kind of making an area not attractive to the mosquitoes. So uh, check out Nature's Creation when you come to Millburgers, Kit and Pet Safe. That's Nature's Creation, and the product is Cedar Repel. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. Did you want to talk about zinnias? Yeah, I did. Uh, zinnias are, the week, zinnias are an all-star plant in the summertime, uh, just a whole bunch of things they accomplish. Uh, of course, we've been dealing with the butterfly garden, and they're they're up there one of the you know in the first four in terms of a butterfly nectar plant. The hummingbirds even like the butterfly uh, the nectar plants, so they're they're great for that. You can get them here. They've got a, a variety, a medium variety here that's in bloom, full bloom with uh, full of flowers. Plant it, you get instant instant color uh they don't have real long stems but you can zinnias are one of the best cut flowers around too and then then when the uh you can deadhead them that's usually the recommended it keeps the plants really looking good i like to let a few of them uh, finish out you know really brown is the heads and then drop the seeds and then you get the parent material you get some tall ones some uh, short ones, and uh, they they also are really attractive uh, to the butterflies, and so that and you'll have you'll have zinnias all summer. If you want a really uh, disciplined bed, then you plant the transplants, or, and as a starting base, you plant the transplants. There's also if if zinnias zinnias are not really a xeriscape plant, uh, the the old-fashioned ones that we talk about. Uh, and there's some of the seeds, California giants and cactus and all the dahlia flowered or all the old-fashioned heirloom, which are great for the butterflies and for cut flowers. Uh, but uh, they've got some uh, new uh, new smaller zinnias that are much tougher. And uh, Trace, the, uh, what, are, what, are the, what, are they, the, what are those called, the... Uh, Oh, I want to say ponderosa, but that's not it. Uh, did I put you on the spot? Yeah, you put me on the spot. I'm so I'm thinking about the one over here, and you're talking about the one over there. Oh, so well, talk about this one. That's too. my favorite zinnia. That's the zinnia linearis. So great perennial, and it actually is a lower water consumption plant once it's established, and it still brings in all the same wildlife, but a lot easier to maintain. It doesn't mind the overhead irrigation as bad as some of the other zinnias do. And that, and that one is is the one of the parents with the one I was thinking about the the uh, that the, the one I'm profusion th- is profusion. What, you're, what you're trying to get to. profusion is I had to get out of my version yeah and your version profusion is a, a cross between the the, the toughest linarius and then uh, other zinnias and it's got uh, it's kind of uh, oh silver dollar size blooms. Different colors every and every year new colors come up. I think this year they got a new red that they were there was red bragging on, and then they, of course they got orange and yellow. But that that's another one to consider that the the butterflies like. Uh, so uh, look at look at zinnias if you haven't used them a lot. Full sun, uh, and uh, they do they do require uh, watering if you've got. Uh, uh, drip irrigation, that's great. Or uh, 
leaky hoses work real well too if you're going to make a, a bed and they look uh they look great in containers especially the the linares and and the profusion profusion do really well on containers. oh and those uh that medium does really well on containers yeah, well, too. I mean, in fact we have some uh some intendant pots floating around here somewhere oh. they look really nice yeah and so yeah, I think I think folks used to grow uh, more zinnias than they do now. But uh, if you haven't grown them in a while, give, give them a try. And then and for the shade, of course, we got there's lots of uh, begonias, and they, uh, just as uh, Milton and Trace talked about, David will be talking about the begonias and the zinnias. I'm sure. Caladiums. Mm-hmm. Another shade plant. And coleus. I got in some Miss Muffets on the caladiums. That's oh, really? My fa- that's my favorite caladium. What is that? Describe that it. It's white, and it looks like somebody took a pink paintbrush and just oh, how threw cool. it at it. It's like little pink dots all over it. See, that's a little, he's at that, that's that little bit of defiance that he's got inside him. Yeah. It's exp- expressed by that particular caladium. Um, but uh, caladiums are cool. Uh, and... Uh, They'll last for the whole summer in the shade. Miss um, uh, Muffet's a strap, so it can take a little sun. Okay. It's, it's a what? Strap leaf. Oh, okay. Then, uh... It's pen- the first time I've heard it described that way. Pentas. Sometimes we forget about mm-hmm. pentas in the shade there. You get them in full bloom here from here at Millburgers, and they bloom every single day until the I freeze. Have, I had a lot of colors in 4-inch in this week. Um, well, that's cool because they grow fast. They do grow quick, and so you can get them at an inexpensive price, and uh, put them in your your containers. Uh, it's it's nearly as good. You know, we always talk about the the firebush in full sun to attract the the butterfly. I mean, the, well, mostly the hummingbirds to your patio. Pentas uh, are almost as good as the firebush for attracting uh, hummingbirds, and they. Uh, attract the butterflies as well, and uh, they can do in sun or shade. But do I, I find them they do better in the in the shade than they do in the sun. Lots of colors: what lavender, white, pink, red. Yep, and I think there's two different series out there too. So oh, okay. They get taller than others. Taller and shorter. Huh? You ready for the plant of the weekend? I, I am. I've been I missed it for like two weeks. So I, I know. I couldn't just have one. Okay. Oh. So we have five. Oh wow. man. For one for uh, every day of the week. Uh, that, uh, I brought these in to do last week, uh, and obviously... Um, this is going to be as bad as the onions with Jerry. I just know it. Well, they're all related to each oh. other, so it's not as bad. But I originally brought ten of each of these in, and uh, some of the numbers have already dwindled. Some of oh, them are good. down to, to five or six. But these are a special new variety of crepe myrtle, and it's a princess series. And there's five varieties, and they... They're the showy colors. So Zoe, uh, Princess Zoe, let me rephrase that. Princess Zoe is that dark red with the pink in it, kind of like dynamite does. Oh, huh. But it doesn't get as big. You're talking four to five foot tall and three foot wide. Oh, that's appealing. Then there's Kylie, which is a dark red, which is more like red rocket. Yeah. And it is three to four foot tall, three to four foot wide at maturity. Then we have Princess Anne. <laughs> that is a cherry red. And that one's four by four. 
And Leela's next. That's a light pink, kind of like a Basham's Party pink. And that one is only one to two foot tall and one to two foot wide. Oh, wow. And then there's... Let me get my glasses on. I have a hard time getting ready. Jaden. And that one is a purple, kind of like uh, royalty. And that one is also only one to two foot tall and one to two foot wide. So this is a whole new series of crepe myrtles that give you those rich colors that the Whitcomb series did, but uh, they don't get as big. So yeah, those are you know in the old days that you were limited to just a few varieties of crepe myrtles and and you know you pick the color you liked and try to keep it cut down as low as you want. Nowadays, there's so many different varieties of crepe myrtles. You pick the height you want, and then you from that you pick the color that you like. So. You're not as limited when you want a short-growing crepe myrtle as you were 10, 15 years ago. Sound this like they'd a, be ideal for uh, containers. I, that's what I was thinking, especially these little short the one yeah. to two footers. I think they'd be fabulous. And full sun. Yes. So this is they're all in the they Princess will, Series. They're all Princess are Series. Are these are the only ones that you have in the Princess Series? These are the only ones I have in the Princess okay. Series. And I would take a safe bet. That I'm the only one in Texas to have them. Oh my goodness! Wow. In and they're Texas. only, and probably in Texas. Hmm. And these are only twelve ninety nine. That's a great price. One gallon cans, and there's some that are. Well, obviously the ones that get taller, they're they're already, oh, probably two and a half, three foot. And the guys that don't get very tall, they're probably a foot tall. That'd be so, cool for like a patio or something, and you can be. Uh, yeah, you can have one of these special plants. Just yeah. give us a holler, and uh, and we'll pull it for you. All right, so, okay, well, that's what I was going to ask. So you can come get them today. There aren't many. Uh, you said there's a, between 10 and 6 of each one. There was there was 10 of each, and uh, there was a couple of varieties that are already down to 6. Okay, so come by today and get it. Ask for the, ask anybody here for the Princess Series. You can, if they if for some reason they, they look blank at you, which they shouldn't, they uh, you think just ask for Trace, and he'll get you there. But you can also call up. And call 497-3760 and say, okay, I heard Trace talking about a princess series that looked like the Red Rocket. Uh, pull one of those aside or two of those aside for me, and I'll come get them uh, early next week. And that's 497-3760, 497-3760. All right, cool. So that's always a, a really uh, a good option, and um, we encourage you to do that. These, these sound like a really good uh, opportunity for uh, yards out there, especially uh, for folks who want a lower-growing uh, crepe myrtle, kind of the advantage of the colors of a crepe myrtle. And I guess they're the summer bloomers just like the, uh, the regular crepe myrtle. Um, but uh, the sizes makes a big difference on it, so that's a, that's a no, good opportunity. The size makes a little difference. Ah, very funny. <laughs> All right, that's uh, so. Our number is three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The nursery number is four nine seven three seven six zero. Let's take a quick break while we do. Call us at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. What? Hang on though. Wait, do you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Yes. Okay. Here, grab the mic. You'll be on the air. So we won't go to break just quite yet, and uh, we'll see if we can't answer your question. What's going on? Uh, my question is, we live out towards Bernie, and we're trying to find some plants that the deer will not eat. Oh. And the only ones that we've been able, you know, something with uh, a lot of flower, a lot of color, and the only ones that we've been able to find are the vincas. But everything else that we've planted, 
I mean, we come out the next morning and they're gone. Have they, have they eaten zinnias in your neighborhood? Um, no. You, you, might, not, not you might want to experiment with zinnias. In my neighborhood, they don't eat zinnias. Iris, of course, iris only. Iris are blooming some of the... Iris and zinnias? Yeah, uh, uh, iris are probably safer. Um, the lan- lantana right lantana. over here is generally yeah, pretty safe one. Uh, All of them. Yellow, white, purple... A whole bunch of different colors. That whole together yeah. over there. All, all those should. Now, some neighborhoods, the blue plumbagos over there don't get eaten. In my neighborhood, the, the deer mm-hmm. eat them. So. Okay. But there, the other neighborhoods, they don't. The, the cashier can get you a, a deer-resistant list. That's always a place to start. Right. But there's no deer who can read the list, so you always have right. to take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> and then if you look at our signs, we actually, on, on the signs themselves, we'll have a picture right. of a deer with a red line. That means it's on somebody's deer-resistant list. Okay. All right. So, what have you planted? I want to know, so we can we can commiserate oh, with you. you. Here, let her. Uh, here, let her have the mic a sec. So, you said vincas. They ha- you've got them planted. We have vincas, and they, they haven't touched those. Oh, see, that's Jerry's thing. Okay. We have an oleander. They don't touch. Have oh. they? Have you tried uh, Esperanza? The they, yellow. They, they do touch. The uh, wow. They'll eat all the flowers off of it. Huh. Theralis. Have you tried that? It's another yellow. It's on sale too. Trithralis, that's another one that's just almost as tall, and it's not quite as cold-sensitive as, as Esperanza. Thralis, but it'll have that label. Um, you know the elephant ears with the red? Yeah. Yeah, the, the elephant ears. They, they bought those, and they... Okay. Um, yeah, there's... Oh, well, the shrubs, the viburnums, I don't know if you want are looking for foliage shrubs, but there's... There's a there's three or four different viburnums. My favorite is Sandanqua, right right behind the building here. I was looking for some type of like leafy elephant ear, not big, but just um, something smaller. But we tried one and they huh. they had like philodendrons on the list, isn't it? Huh? Philodendron? I don't know about that. But that yeah, check that list. Check, and check the list and see if that's on there. But that would be one that would meet your criteria. Strangely, I can't really kind of figure it out. But yopon holly, they don't seem to. Eat. The, the hollies with the little leaves. Mm-hmm. That, now in my neighborhood, they don't. They also don't eat the Chinese holly, the ones with the nice Kelly green, the dwarf. But get, but to get that list, there is a significant uh, of list, but. Uh, salvias and lantanas are a huge family that they, the, all those colored flowers there. And then the salvias are the. Calvin's looking around the blue, corner. Do you, do you, where, all, are blues, they spread blues all blues over? The, blues at the end. No, all the salvias are in the one row. So, so th- those, are, those are generally no, no deer will eat those either. Good luck. Well, it's a place to start. Those are the less likely to eat. But no matter what, the, the first three months, you can be the most deer-resistant plant there is, but the first three months, I'd still spray it with a deer repellent uh, because these plants are as soft and suckable as they're ever going to be. Lick, liquid fence is a good one. It, liquid fence. Yeah, it's, it really stinks. I, I just I don't spray it as uh, – I spray it for uh, once a week for uh, three or four weeks if it's uh, a plant that I don't think they'll eat. But, but some good gardeners like Trace do for three months just to be sure. Because deer have a tendency to be real curious and bossy. And uh, just like he says, they sometimes hear what we say and just uh, yeah, try right. to make well, liars stuff out of just it. To, yeah, just to, or they'll cool. yank it and pull it out of the ground so you have to plant something else. 
All right, thanks, guys. Good luck. Good All luck. Right, Bye-bye. Can we ask your question on the air? Okay, then we'll take a quick break, and we'll answer your question during the break. All right, 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up. Give us a call at 308-8867. Back in a moment, I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his EarthKind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 10.30 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on Drift Roses. Now, just fourteen eighty eight in the two-gallon container. Caladiums are on sale in the six-inch pot for just four eighty eight. You'll save on beautiful dwarf Mexican petunias in the one-gallon container. And get this now, just three eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Thoralis. Bougainvilleas are on sale. Crepe myrtles and much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Carol Zorniel, we talk a lot about caregiving on Caregiver SOS on air, but what is it? Caregiving is caring for a family member, a friend, a loved one, someone who's in your life that needs help with bathing, dressing, buying groceries, medical appointments. If you do any of those things, you're a caregiver. And how can this program help? Caregiver SOS on air has information from people who have been caregivers, who work with caregivers. It can be book authors, scientists, doctors, the latest information on caregiving right here on KLUP. And one of the things we learn from so many folks is they fail to ask for help when they need it. Caregivers do need help. We don't like to ask for help, but we need it. And you'll get tips on how to ask for help and how to have a better life as a family caregiver. Plus, there's a great website you can go to, caregiversos.org. Caregiver SOS on air, Sundays at 6 p.m. on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan, 210-344-1482, Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. 
So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, we forgot to talk about it some more, so we'll talk about it right now. The Top Tomato Contest, and I don't know, we never do track this as an annual thing. Um, I don't remember how long we've been doing this here, but it's been quite a while. Well, I've been here five years. Well, we've done it certainly and, five years. And there there was an occasion where we did a, a spring and a fall one yeah. in there. And I think that dropped off about three years ago. Yeah. So I can't so, speak for past So that. we just have the spring tomato now. We've been here 20, haven't we, Milton? Yep, almost. I think, you, I think you've been doing it. 20, yeah. Yeah. So it's the Spring Top Tomato and Best Salad Bowl Contest, Saturday, June 17th, here at Millburgers. Uh, you want to arrive with your tomatoes between 10.30 and noon. Uh, there are two divisions, cherry and smaller, and regular tomatoes is the second division. The first place will win a $75 gift certificate to Millburgers. Second place wins a $50 gift In certificate In each to division, right? All right. Each one of those divisions, another one, a division all by its lonesome, is the biggest tomato based on weight, and that's a $100 gift certificate to Millburgers. And then out of the first two categories, one will be chosen as our top tomato or best of show grand champion. In addition to winning your first or second place, you'll also win a Millburgers gift certificate uh, for $50. And then there's the best salad bowl which is you bring your best bowl filled with your uh, best vegetables. What might be in there, you think? Oh, I'm hoping beans, beans cucumbers, peas, peppers. I love peppers. Oh, yeah, the peppers have started to come. Yeah, yeah uh, they're, and they're attractive. Could be the end of uh, some cold weather stuff. I the Swiss chard, I bet, out there. Yeah, it could be some still some. I've got some chard. Uh, let's see, cucumbers. Oh, uh, summer squash and uh, tatuma. They're, they're going strong. Uh, but uh, lots of things, they always, and they always surprise us. Some some of the veggies that show up, uh, I'm amazed that they're still going strong. And let's see. Uh, so you bring your best bowl with non. Did we interrupt you, Milton? No, 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 no. You're okay. I just that was good. A lot of times people don't realize that it's well that uh, that's the category where you really get a good chance because there isn't. We don't I, there, have overwhelming there wasn't, there number. There wasn't that many. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Uh, so that that folk, folks uh, who win that will win a $50 Millburgers gift certificate. 
And uh, just for going through the, uh, just for entering, just for the fun of it, Millburger is going to give you a $10 gift certificate to use that day here at the nursery. So uh, we've given you lots of ideas today on what you might get. So that's coming up June 17th here at Millburger's, the Spring Top Tomato and Best Salad Bowl Contest. And for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com, where you'll also find about David Rodriguez, who's going to be here next weekend. Uh, talking about summer color for your yard, uh, using a wide variety of different plants from annuals to perennials and Texas superstars as well. So uh, that's a good one to come attend. It's absolutely free. Uh, they fill up, so you might want to get here closer to 1030 than, uh, and be a part of it and get a good seat. Uh, so uh, David's going to do that. You just come on out. It'll probably be in the Is there a cash bar? There's not a cash bar. Uh, Calvin, they've... they've uh, they have never embraced your suggestion on the cash bar. I don't know why. Well, this is uh, Texas, maybe, not Minnesota. Maybe it's because it's yeah. ten thirty in the morning. And Yo, uh, that, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's although. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've, uh, we've heard Calvin. The cowboy <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. So uh, come on out and be a part of that. That's also listed at MillburgerNursery dot com. Um, what else, guys? Um, the. Other event that's on June yeah, 10th. That's good. It's a landscape school, and that's sponsored by the, our friends, the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, and the Trinity Glenrose Water Conservation District. Millburgers is working uh, real tightly with with that group. They've got uh, a lot of um, members in the district up up north of us here, and they're working on water conservation, working on a. Uh, a, uh, a publication that they send out, and Milbergers has a, a page on that publication. I write for for the publication. But one of the 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 thing they're doing on June 10th is they're going to sponsor a landscape school, and uh, it'll be thirty dollars for an individual and fifty dollars for two in the same household, and it'll be from 8:30 to 1 p.m. Lectures on plants, lectures on how to improve your soil how to develop a plan that fits your family and your property, one-on-one counseling, which is one of the best oh, very parts of it. Yeah, it can, if you've got some ideas that you want to express. And uh, it doesn't mean you have to be ready to do an absolute plan. Even if you're thinking of getting professional help, it's good to have, have some of this background material, so you should participate. And call, or, well, go. you can sign up. On the gardeningvolunteer.org, gardeningvolunteers.org, on their website, and they would like you to uh, RSVP before uh, by the sixth, by Tuesday, uh, for the event on close of business Saturday. on Tuesday, kind of. That's thing? what they're trying. Yeah. Okay. And so, take advantage of that, and the, it'll be uh, convenient uh, for folks in the, the northwest. It's at El Dacos, the new El Dacos at the Dominion. Uh, and so uh, I was, uh, it's another one of my favorite organizations, you know, the Trinity uh, Groundwater District and the Gardening Volunteers and Mill and Workers El and El Dacos. Yeah, you, you guys, it's a win, 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 win for you. Yeah, it's right. It's a good day, good, good event. Saturday, June 10th, uh, 8.30 to 1 p.m., Landscape School. All right, 308-8867. Probably could sneak in one real quick if you've been thinking about it. 308-8867 and toll-free 
8867. Trace, uh, you always talk about certain things that you're excited. I know on Saturdays we don't talk about what's coming in. Uh, you've mentioned the plan of the weekend. I know you're really excited about that. I am. Um, what else are you kind of excited about here at the nursery? Uh, we've been getting in a, a, a lot of these well, some of these plants for the sauce package that uh, yeah, it's a good are, one. are different. Uh, there was okay. a snake herb. No. <laughs> never heard of it before. Brought it in. It's actually a pretty cool little plant with really? a purple bloom. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, so I'm still fascinated of learning new things, and it's a native that I'd never even seen before. So I'm going to go take a I peek at it online. That's a cool new plant that we hadn't had before. And one thing that uh, Trace doesn't take enough credit for here at Millburgers, we've got tropical milkweed, which is the fancier one with the, the orange blooms. Also, we always have a native uh, milkweed, and we've got right now we've got the tuberosa uh, milkweed, so there's a, a couple different kinds, and the porterweed and mistflower. Mistflower, yep. you still got Griggs mistflower. I do. Those are those are among the four, and along with the zinnias, those are uh, some of the uh, top uh, butterfly nectar and egg-laying uh, plants. And yeah, you can get them a, all here. It is an interesting. It's different, right? Yeah. Is this it? Can you see? That's it. Yeah, I'll show Calvin. Yep, that's it. Um, there's, there's some blooming, right? Just past the porch. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll have to go take yeah, a peek. look at it when I go by. And that's the neat thing. So with these saws, things, uh, Millburgers has the information on Now the, tell the truth. Did you moan and groan when you saw that on the, the list, list and said, what in the heck is that? I did until I found a source, and then I was okay with it. I wonder That's what, cool. I wonder who came who suggested up with it. This is the first time I've actually been able to get every plant on that list. Oh, that's cool. Um, Calvin mentioned it, and I don't know if you guys mentioned it because I was looking it up, but uh, for the saws package, do you still have the display garden where folks can see? It's, yeah, right down uh, at the okay. end of the... Uh, down by the see them all in one spot. That's kind of neat. And she, she lined them up according to the, the sheet, too. So it's oh, really? not just... I mean, there was some thought going into it, so... Okay. Well, and then sometime, and then he's got out here in the... And the ma- the major display area, there's also a, a notice on each of the labels, so that sometimes you get a little different perspective when you see it in mass. And uh, some of these are, are their impact is when they're planted in mass rather than specimen plants. And we we mostly did that so that it'd be easier for people to find, um, and it it makes a difference in in because uh, we can't. There's no way we can gather up all of those plants. It would take up too, way too much room, but the, the sample well, um, also takes a lot of staff time. If you if you got to take the customer e- to look at them each three or four but, times, but, yeah. Well, yeah, but they, they don't want to see them all. That's why the sample bed's there. They'll want where three or four of the plants are. Yeah, and it's amazing how many of them just want to walk around and and look for them and, and anyway. Yeah, think and contemplate before they make their and, purchase. And when they're walking up and down the beds, even if they don't know what the saws package is all about. They walk up and down the bed. They see the little toppers. Well, what's that about? Yeah, and, and it's good. And so you know, that's, it's a, that's it's a win-win. Successful low-water use landscape where you can have 12 months of color. You can have lush-looking landscape. And if you do it right, you can have a lot less maintenance. So it uh, makes sense. makes sense for, for a lot of our landscapes to be 
taking advantage of these uh, sauce coupons. All right, again, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, I mentioned MillbergerNursery.com as uh, where you can get more information about what's going on here at the nursery, but it's also a great resource uh, for information like that David gives out, uh, articles, uh, things that are put together. It's also the place where you can get the newsletter um, for each yeah, month. Yeah, you can, you can sign up for it online um, right on there and get a nice color colored one every, uh, every month. Yeah, and um, we sometimes still get folks that don't have Internet access, so That's what true. can they do if they want to get the newsletter? They can call or come in, and we have copies of the newsletter uh, uh-huh. at the registers and on some of the doors now by the gazebo. There's a little fill-in sheet, fill in, uh, ap- I don't want to say application, but uh, name, address, phone number, and uh, we ship that off, and then uh, you will start to get a hard copy mailed to you. Yeah. And I especially like those because it irritates Charles so much to have 15,000 different mail-outs. But Hilbergers will do it because they want you to have this information. Yeah, and uh, they want you to enjoy gardening. That's one of the great things about Hilbergers. And want them to be successful. Yeah, there you go. And environmentally appropriate gardening, too. All right, we're going to begin to wrap up for today. Thanks to Trace for coming in and sitting in for Jerry. He'll be with us tomorrow. Uh, Trace will. Uh, off and and Jerry off. will be back from Charm School. Yes, so uh, we are eager to hear about that. Actually, we'll tell you more about what Jerry's doing uh-huh. tomorrow Fifth. on the show. But Okay, I, we'll say goodbye the, for today. The fifth time should be magic. On the uh, behalf of uh, the guys, thanks to you. Thanks to Roy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.